Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. From 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday, Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour has beer, cocktails, and bar food for 3 to 6 bucks. It's the perfect way to offset a long day. Text that hilarious joke about your boss to your boss. What? No, no. Try a $4 Coors Light Tall. Set your morning alarm for 6 p.m. That calls for $5 strawberry margaritas. So if you ask your phone why you're still single and... Ha, ha, ha. Seriously? Head to Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour from 3 to 6. At participating locations, taxes and fees apply. Dine-in only. Drink responsibly. Offers vary by location. Void where prohibited. So we know what the new strategy is, folks. The strategy for the left, the new strategy is the old strategy. It's the same old song and dance. You see, the left, and by the left, I will reiterate, I am talking about not just the political left. I'm not talking about just the Democrats. I'm talking about rhinos, too. But in a more existential, spiritual meaning, I'm referring to where the Bible talks about how Christ separates, or will separate, the sheep on his right and the goats on his left. But the left, regardless of its if it's a if it's the Democrats, if it's radical Islam, if it's whatever, the strategy is to conduct an assault 
in some way, shape, or form. And then immediately to claim aggrieved victim status. And that is exactly what's happening. It's like clockwork. It happens every time. 9-11. Perfect example. Saw 9-11 happen, and like five minutes after 9-11 happened, you see a whole bunch of leftist apologists in the form of... Uh, Muslim activists, in the form of Democrats, in the form of rhinos, all standing up to make sure that you rotten white folks don't victimize any Muslims. After 3,000 American citizens were murdered, they wanted to make sure that all the Muslims in the United States were safe from all you rotten white people. And here we are doing it again. Not to uh, as great a degree, maybe, but we have an illegitimate criminal governmental organization in the federal government who have conducted an unprecedented and what may turn out to be an illegal raid, I'm going to say assault, on the home of a former president of the United States. This has never been done before ever, under any circumstances. There have been plenty of presidents throughout all of history to include Clinton, to include H.W. Bush, to include W. Bush, to include Obama, who have taken classified documents to their homes. Hell, we had Hillary Clinton who mishandled just a ton of classified information, destroyed classified documentation, knowingly destroyed classified documentation, knowingly destroyed classified uh, materials on uh, cell phones, etc., so that they could not be subpoenaed, or they would be useless when they were subpoenaed. Never was never were any of their homes raided. We have people like Hunter Biden, who we know for a fact. We have video evidence of committing felonies. We know he committed felonies. We have vi we again have video evidence of him committing felonies, but has his home been raided? No. We have email evidence that his father was involved in his criminal activities while his father was vice president of the United States. Have we raided the White House? No. No, we have not. 
But because the Democrats and the rhinos so fear Donald J. Trump and want to make sure that he does not run again, they have weaponized well, they, they've already weaponized federal law enforcement against him. Federal law enforcement was, was weaponized under Obama and was used against Trump under Obama. And because they fear that he's going to run again, and the reason they fear he's going to run again, because when he does, he will absolutely destroy them. And they know his plans to tear down the criminal empire in the federal bureaucracy that targeted him before he was president and while he was president. They are trying to target him again. They did this and they got a whole bunch of blowback whole bunch of blowback. Conservative members of Congress, conservative Republican members of Congress, promised, and some not-so-conservative members, when we're talking about Kevin McCarthy, promised that when they got into power, Everybody and anybody who was involved in targeting Donald Trump for this raid was going to be investigated. And when Trump got into power, they knew that they were going to be prosecuted. And so the left did what the left does when they overstep. They first come out, and all relevant high-profile Democrats deny that it ever happened or that they knew about it. The denials came from the White House immediately. Joe Biden didn't know about this. Then denials came from the DOJ. Merrick Garland didn't know about this exactly. Actually, they said he didn't know precisely when it was going to happen, and he never signed off on anything. And then they started pointing the finger at uh, FBI director, I believe it's Christopher Ray. Well, now it's step two. And step two is to claim aggrieved status and victim status. And that's what's happening, folks. Let's take a look. Here we have a story from Breitbart. Donna Brazil who you will remember from Obama, 
fame. Democratic strategist Donna Brazile said Sunday on ABC's This Week that Republicans were targeting law enforcement for doing their jobs for criticizing the FBI raid at former President Trump's Florida estate. I'm going to stop right there. One thing that is consistent across the board with leftists is that they always, always frame criticism as an assault. They have created and maintained the concept that criticism disagreement that words can be violence. And so Donna Brazil here is stating that in criticizing the FBI for conducting this unprecedented, unnecessary political stunt assault on the home of a former president, It is somehow violence. Just the same way that they say that disagreeing with transsexuality or homosexuality is violence against transsexuals and homosexuals. That in somehow criticizing these people, we are inviting others to commit violence against them. So in criticizing them, we are targeting them for violence. Now, they, of course, on their side, don't have any problem whatsoever not only criticizing their political opponents, like Donald Trump, but actually outright calling for his assassination and his death. And for some reason, that's not targeting. That's not violence. For some reason, illegally locking up people who happened to be at the Capitol on January 6th, disallowing them bail, disallowing them the ability to shave or even bathe, disallowing them from contact with their lawyers or their families, somehow that is not violence. That is not targeting. But when we legitimately criticize a weaponized branch of the federal government for violating their oaths of office, that's targeting. It continues... Anchor John Carlson asked, I mean, obviously this defund the FBI is over the top. Wait, why is defund the FBI over the top? But when Democrats call for defunding the police, that's not over the... The hypocrisy here is absolutely ridiculous, and I don't want to get into that. I just want to get into the fact that this is the card they are playing now. But, Doc, that's only one person. That's only one person doing this. They never do this. Just one person. Here are two more. 
And they're not Democrats. Well, they're not Democrats in name. Next up, we have Asa Hutchins. FBI simply carrying out their responsibilities with Mar-a-Lago raid. Governor Asa Hutchins, Republican in name only, said Sunday on CNN's State of the Union. Well, wait a minute. This is two Sunday shows. Two Sunday shows. State of the Union. Donald Brazil's on this week. Governor Asa Hutchins, Republican in name only, said Sunday on CNN's State of the Union that FBI was simply carrying out their responsibilities with the raid at former President Trump's Mar-a-Lago residence. Hutchinson said, I think we all have to take a deep breath. Wait, why do we have to take a deep breath? But they don't. We're, I, I, I want to understand, why do we, why do the Republicans always have to play by Marcus of Queensbury rules, but the Democrats don't have to play by any rules? Ladies and gentlemen, this is why the Republicans, this is, no, this is why the people of the United States are losing this war. Because the opposing side continues to assault us, then claim aggrieved status, illegally assault us, then claim aggrieved status and demand that we behave ourselves. And we do. There is some urgency in it because this is unprecedented, the search of a former president's home. The American public wants to understand that because the American public are too damn stupid to figure it out for themselves. So we, the their betters in Washington, D.C., have to be able to explain this to them. Back to the quote, and right now you mentioned the circling of the wagons around Donald Trump. So so we're circling the wagons around Donald Trump. We're, we're the ones on the defensive. No, no, ladies and gentlemen, they are on the defensive. It's simply because they see the establishment as going after Donald Trump. We don't, we don't see it that way. That's what's happening. And they question whether that was the right move and whether it's less intrusive means to accomplish the same purpose. We'll have to be a little patient. We'll have to be patient. Republicans will have to be patient. The Attorney General did the right thing by getting information out this week. No. See, they're trying to act like this is uh, business as usual, like this is normal. That's not what this is. This is not business as usual. This is not normal. This is far from... See, he says in, in the same statement that it's unprecedented, but then continues to discuss the situation as if it's precedented and this is normal. It's not. 
It's not precedented. It's not normal. This was an illegal raid, folks. Just because a judge signed off on it doesn't make it legal. We already know that that judge used to work for Jeffrey Epstein, so the man is compromised from the jump. He's compromised, and the evidence that was used to the evidence that was used to convince this judge were two photographs of torn up paper in the bottom of toilets. There was no evidence as to what toilets, where they were, what documents, they were handwritten documents, which automatically starts to beg the question, well, how do we know that these are classified documents? There was, there was no indication on any of the documents that could be seen that they were classified. It was handwritten. They were handwritten documents. You could tell that because they were positioned just right. And none of the ink was bleeding because of the water that was supposed to be in the toilets. I mean, you can't flush anything down a toilet if there's not water in the in the toilet. And yet, in both pictures, which are supposed to be two separate occasions, they were perfectly placed at the very bottom of the toilet such that you could read, and the writing was large enough such that you could read some of the things that were written on them. Now, I don't know if you folks know too much about physics, but when you tear up a piece of paper in chunks that appeared to be about two inches long by two inches wide, which is very meticulous tearing, by the way, and then you throw that paper into a toilet, the paper floats on the water because of the surface tension of the water. Well, Doc, what if the paper gets waterlogged? Well, okay, let's say the paper gets waterlogged, then the ink is going to run. And you won't be able to read what's on it. But let's go ahead and say this was magic paper and magic ink, and that there was water in the toilets, despite the fact that the photos don't appear to show any water in the toilets. How do we know that it was Trump that put that in there? So we don't know where the toilets were. We don't know that the documents were classified. We don't know who tore them up or put them in the toilets. And we don't know why the paper and the ink were magic. Now, if I was a judge and some FBI or anybody, any law enforcement, came to me and was saying, hey, we need a warrant based on this bullshit evidence, I would send them right out of my chamber. And as a matter of fact, I might even charge them a fine for wasting my time. But that's not what this guy did, because this guy, Reinhold, I think his name is, this guy is bought and paid for by the other side. How do I know he's bought and paid for by the other side? Because he represented Jeffrey Epstein. 
And he donated money to Barack Obama. Barack Obama, whose Justice Department and FBI and CIA spied on candidate Donald Trump and later President Donald Trump. That's how I know the guy's dirty. Just like these FBI agents are dirty. He continued, of course he did. If the GOP is going to be the party of supporting law enforcement, law enforcement includes the FBI. Here we go, folks. Hutchinson said the FBI is simply carrying out their responsibilities. They are only following orders. Responsible or responsibilities under the law. A lawful search warrant that a magistrate signed off on. And they don't go in there with FBI raid jackets. And they didn't go in there with FBI raid jackets. They tried to constrain their behavior. Carrying out that warrant, they were carrying M4s. They did not show the warrant. They refused to show the warrant to Trump's lawyers. They kicked Trump's lawyers out of the House and everybody else so that nobody else could watch them. Or so they thought, but we'll get to that in a minute. So, now we have two people, two liberals, Donna Brazil and Asa Hutchins, both liberals, on two different Sunday morning news shows saying exactly the same thing. Doc, that, that could very well be a coincidence. That, that's got to be a coincidence, Doc. Representative Michael McCall, Republican in name only, Texas, said on Sunday's CBS Face the Nation that former President Donald Trump's rhetoric after the FBI raided his Mar-a-Lago estate was inflammatory. What Donald Trump said was inflammatory. But the FBI raiding his home in an illegal and unprecedented manner, that's not inflammatory. That's perfectly okay. That's all right. We have a transcript here. This deserves a full conversation. This is Margaret Brennan. This deserves a full conversation, and I want to get to it. Let me do this bit of business, though, first on events of the past few days. Senator Marco Rubio, who's the vice chair of the Senate Intelligence, issued a layer, a letter, saying he was outraged not to have been briefed, and he blasted the FBI, saying that they have done more damage to the faith and the rule of law than the Russian Federation or any other foreign adversary is his anger misplaced. 
That's not a leading question at all. You know, I think it—this is McCall. You know, I think it comes on the heel. I think the Wall Street Journal did a great article about how you know after the Russia Russian collusion steel dossier, everything took place during the Trump presidency. And now, out of office to have this raid take place. Look, I'm a DOJ alumni. No, you're an idiot. It is alumnus. Alumni is plural, you moron. I worked at Public Integrity here, that's a contradiction in terms, at Maine Justice. And what I worry about, Margaret, is the lack of trust in our and faith in our institutions. Trust and faith are earned. And trust and faith can be lost. They speak as though they are owed trust and faith simply because they are part of the federal bureaucracy. Apparently, this idiot does not, just like he knows as much about Latin as he does history, and vice versa. Reading the founding documents, the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution of the United States, the Bill of Rights, those documents do not speak of the idea that government is to be trusted by the people, that the people are supposed to have faith in the government. Quite the contrary. Those documents exist because government cannot be trusted, must not be trusted. And I worry... And what I worry about, Margaret, is the lack of trust in our and in our and faith in our institutions that concerns me most above all. And I think when you saw the DHS bulletin about, you know, potential threats now to the agents, all of a sudden there are potential threats to agents. Oh, he must be talking about the homegrown terrorists who fly American flags and are patriotic and reference the Constitution of the United States. Simply by doing those things, apparently we're a threat to law enforcement. This is the whole fabric of our democracy. The United States is not a democracy. And this tells me exactly where this so-called Republican sits. He has been hitting all the talking points. And these are talking points. His statement here, his appearance on Face the Nation, Face the Nation proves it. What he is saying proves it. This guy is an establishment rhino liberal. 
just like Asa Hutchins, just like Donna Brazil, this guy is a leftist. This is the whole fabric of our democracy, and they have lost faith, many have, in the FBI and our institutions. I hate to see that as a former federal prosecutor. This guy really likes to talk about who he is and what he's done. Folks, let me lay it out for you real quick. The FBI is no longer a legitimate organization. They have violated their oaths of office. They don't even care about their oaths of office anymore. They are the secret police, the not-so-secret police, working directly for politicians. They are political activists with badges. They have no loyalty to the Constitution because they hate the Constitution. They believe that the United States should be remade into a more sensible, socialist, globalist form. Same with the ATF. Same with the CIA. Same with the NSA. They not only need to be defunded, ladies and gentlemen, they need to be disbanded. And any one of them, and every one of them, who have been involved in violating their oaths of office, in violating federal law, by acting in the interests of a single political organization, a single political establishment, need to be prosecuted, and if convicted, need to be imprisoned. That's it. In the United States of America, in our constitutional republic, the law applies to everyone. Just as, as these folks loved to tout right after the raid, no one's above the law. That straw man that they sent out there, no one's above the law. Nobody said anybody was above the law. We're just saying that Donald Trump didn't violate any laws. They have been spending almost a decade, well, half a decade, trying to prove that Donald Trump committed a crime and they still haven't come up with any. And the very fact that that's what they were doing in and of itself is illegal. As Dan Bongino correctly pointed out earlier this, well, I guess... Last week, shortly after all of this occurred, he said, in the United States, 
We look for crimes that have been committed. Or we investigate crimes that have been committed and look for the people that committed them. Okay? We do not investigate people and look for crimes that they've committed. That is banana republic, tin pot, dictator, bullshit. And it doesn't fly in the United States. But our current government is doing it with impunity. And they believe they can get away with it. And they're wrong. Let me tell you the good news. And there, there will be some other good news to come, but let me tell you the good news about this right here. The very fact that they're pulling this stuff indicates that they are scared to death. They are scared to death of Donald Trump. But even more, they're scared to death of us, the people who elected Donald Trump and the people who are electing MAGA, or MAGA as I like to say, MAGA uh, candidates all over the place. After the raid, Donald Trump ran the table in primary elections. A poll came out indicating that because of the raid, 86% of Republicans said, or 87%, something like that, said that they were more likely to vote in the midterms because of what happened to Donald Trump. But even scarier for them was that between 73, I think, and 76% of independents said that because of that raid, they were more likely to vote in the midterms. And I don't know if you understand this, folks, but because the Republican Party is so corrupted with establishment rhinos, or as I like to call them, or and I got this from Dr. Steve Turley, I'm not going to say I came up with this, but this is a better term, Diablos, which is Democrats in all but label. Most people who used to be Republicans or used to be registered Republicans, like myself and like many, many others, no longer consider ourselves Republicans. I myself am not a Republican. I will not support somebody just because they have an R after their name. Matter of fact, that's more likely to make me look sideways at them. So a large portion nowadays, I think, of your independence are conservatives who have been disillusioned and have left the Republican Party. But that's not all. You also get a set of Ginsu knives and a smokeless ashtray with this deal because after the raid, Trump, Trump's pack set records raising campaign money 
such that now Trump's Save America PAC has more money than the RNC and the DNC combined. This is what they're afraid of. This is why they are overstepping their bounds so much. And the irony is that the more they overstep their bounds, the worse the situation gets for them. And we'll get back to you on how much worse it's getting for them in just, well, in the next segment. Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. (laughs) 